Lancelot, tell me, please. If your brother's plan is undeniable, and not another mystical fantasy created by Merlin, and Madrot discovers Guinevere's knowledge, he will kill her. Never. Why would you say that? Is he not scheming to kill your father? Do you believe he kills no other who stands in his way? We must stop him, Lancelot. We can allow no harm to come to the Queen. Or your father. The forward regiment will depart today ahead of the King's army to establish an outpost at Camlin. Madrot will stay behind, Lancelot informed me. He will ride abreast the King on morrow's morn. We will capture him tonight, drag him from his bed. With the tip of his boot, he draws a map of the castle in the red dirt. We will secure him in the East Dungeon until the King claims victory in Camlin. They will guard him, I offer. You must find two men who you must trust to help. Instruct them to start a brawl outside your brother's chambers. The commotion will force the guards to abandon their post. When they do, you approach from the north hallway, I from the west. Be certain it is late. Medrot will be sleeping. They will miss him in the morning. The king will inquire of me my brother's whereabouts. Tell him he was drunk. Tarnish his reputation. We will kill two birds with a single stone. Our plan has failed. They are dead. Guinevere is gone. The fault lies within my heart. I thought I could trust Lancelot. I should have known when his eyes brightened at the sound of her name. Betrayal has again reared its ugliness. It began with the guards. They laughed at the brawl between Thaddeus and Grunk, never abandoning their post. I began a trek to warn Lancelot of the danger which awaits us. Seizing Bentrot would be impossible. I arrive in the West Hallway undiscovered. Lancelot is nowhere to be found. I fear he has departed with intentions to carry out our plan, lacking the knowledge of the guard's persistent presence. With great stealth, I make my way into the king's chambers. The room is deserted. My steps echo loudly in the room where my father taught me to be a man. Fearless and determination at the core of his many lessons. Never turn your shadow to the enemy. They will see it before you see them. I shall not speak of shadows cast by the sun. The shadow of fear must be kept from your enemy. They will see it, smell it. They will crush it and then crush you. Destroy it before they destroy you. Become fearless. His words fade as I think of him and Guinevere laying together. I walk to the antechamber. Her sweet aroma lingers. I remember her last words to me. I will wait for the day that you, my true love, sits upon England's throne. Go, find Lancelot. He will help you. You must kill Medrot. Lancelot, I must find my friend. The castle is hushed. Voices break through the silence, the sound coming from the chambers of Guinevere. Carefully, I push the great door open. Guinevere stands in the arms of Lancelot, his lips upon hers. Hot anger sears my heart. My bowels twist in agony. I run from the castle, tears blurring my vision. Falling to the ground, convulsions shake my soul. The one I love has betrayed me with the one I call friend. How can this be? Have I not expressed my love for her completely? I am such a fool to have trusted her or Lancelot. A wayward breeze dries my tears as I run to the stables. 
There I collapse amongst the stench of horse-dung and wet hay, a place fitting for one such as I. A rooster's crow awakens me from sleep, filled with dreams of betrayal and pain. Recalling Madrot's scheme, I mount a steed. Taking my anger out on her hindquarters, we fly across the land en route to Camlin. I arrive too late. They had warned the enemy of the early morning attack. The animal steps between the fallen corpses of the king's army, the sound of his steps thick in the morning air. I spy my father's grand white stallion draped in battle gear, his head hung low like that of a saddened child. At his feet lay the body of the king. Dismounting, uncertain of the enemy's position, I run to my father. A hot fever comes from his prostrated frame. The cool morning air touches him, causing a silvery fog to blanket the king. Protruding from his side is a knife, the handle made of ivory, ordained with rubies. Madrot's knife. A few yards from my father lies the body of my brother, Madrot, his skull crushed by a great weapon. The dismal silence is broken by my father's voice. My son, he whispers. I place my ear upon his cheek. Father. His eyes remain closed, his breathing labored and shallow. You shall be king. With a faltering voice, he continues. Tell her I love her. Tell Guinevere I love her. He breathed his last. I sit upon my father's throne, an empty castle. Torches have been dimmed. It is a cheerless fortress. Guinevere is gone. I know not the whereabouts of Lancelot. Is he also dead? A king without a kingdom, without a friend, without a lover. Merlin awaited my arrival. How does he know these things? The king is dead, I tell him. Bowing, long live the king, he places my father's crown at my feet. Do you know of Lancelot? He is gone. He offers nothing more. And the queen, Guinevere? I sent her away. They would have not been safe here. They? I wait. She is with child. He will be born a king. One day he will sit in your place. But how? I did not know her as a wife, and my father was too old. Merlin leans on the head of his staff. The child belongs to Medrot. I sit alone in the darkness. A new day will come. Until then, betrayal will be my only queen. I plot. A child and his mother shall die in the arms of Lancelot. The king is dead. Long live the king.'